Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Guests appear on the Smile Center hotline. Now back to the Gabe Kuhn Show. Live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. It's Gabe Kuhn Show on 92.9 FM ESPN. And in studio right now is John Martin, Jason and John. Monday through Friday, 11 to 2. Also contributor to the Daily Memphian. John, what's the word? And by the way, you're on Twitter. X, X now. Yeah, they finally X. change it. Yeah. At John Martin 929. What's the word, brother? Man, uh, all is good. Thanks for having me. Always uh, always like popping on. Yes, sir. Uh, I see this uh, this Raiders hoodie on. How how we doing? Jimmy, Jimmy G back at camp. Can't make a, a deep throw, I hear. <laughs> well, deep. no one on that team can make a deep throw. Perfect. What, are you going to get Brian Hoyer out there? Perfect. Yeah, I'd love that. Yeah. I, I, uh, I, I pray every day. For a variety of reasons that we can get Brian Hoyer out there. So it's frustrating because they gave uh, they gave my man Jimmy G what three years seventy five is yep. that what it is? Yep. He is like the perfect placeholder though. So like, I, no, I, I, yeah, don't yeah, you yeah, get yeah. nervous about them winning like six seven games and like yeah. sort of being right there and a and a not so not <laughs> yeah. so great spot in the draft? I know you, you say Caleb yes. Williams is a reason for the season. That is exactly my worry. Uh, it's not like them being good. That that would be ridiculous, preposterous. It would be that they are just not bad enough where they prevent themselves from um, not firing Josh McDaniels, not uh, getting in position to draft one of the two best QBs. Both of these guys who are coming out considered generational talents in, in both Caleb Williams and Drake May. Yeah. Somehow being just not bad enough to miss out on taking them when it's the obvious move for them in Vegas. That That's the the – that's what's going to happen. They're going to be like they're going to win seven games. They're going to be picked like seventh, and they're going to have no prayer unless they trade up, which they will not be able to do. I don't think. I mean, unless they're going to. I mean, you're going to have to give up, you know, three first rounders. So you know where this ends, is what you're telling me, dude. <laughs> like that. That's what it sounds like. Not even a question. <laughs> like it would be too. It would be too much, right? If they win four games next season and they fire Josh McDaniels and they have a chance to draft. Caleb Williams, because guess what? Then the Raiders become a huge job destination for your next great coach. You know, I don't know if it's Sean, like, you know, obviously it wouldn't be Sean Payton. Yeah. But like that version of him, like, it becomes a place where go to Vegas. They drafted the kid from Texas Tech, uh, Tyree Wilson, who, you know, is not on the field right now, but like has all the intangibles, right? The physical stuff too. And then you have a chance to coach uh, Caleb Williams. You have like pretty good pieces. You know, um, Mahomes you have to contend with, which is an issue, a big issue. Uh, but, you know, playing for second in the AFC West, 
should still be enough to get you in the playoffs most years. Yeah, but it's Amir White or Amir Abdullah at running back right now. Yeah, the, which for again the, for the future. I also have an under bet on the Raiders win total, so like I'm all <laughs> right. in on them being awful. That being said, I I hate them and I love them. You know, like that's you know that's the. Right, it, it's the same emotion. Yes, you know, it's the same emotion. Man, I, I, I was, a, I was a St. Louis Rams fan at the end. Yeah, so which was abysmal. No, it was miserable. Yeah. But you go in somewhat high hopes. Yeah, like I think every year you have like, okay, if they win these first couple games, we'll see where we can go from there. And you bring in a couple of guys in the off season that you'll convince yourself, you'll convince yourself that they can win games with, and then ultimately they're yeah. they're just they're toast. My first Raiders game live and in person was the uh was the game where Sean Hill put up fifty two on us. <laughs> they scored no <laughs> points. It, that was a, the first one I ever saw. Fifty two to zero to Sean Hill running bootlegs well and for touchdowns, bro. Yeah. Who was the Auburn running back? Uh, Trey Mason. Yeah, man, Trey Mason killed us that day, bro. Man, he's he's man. I I I hadn't heard good things about him lately. I know. Yeah, yeah he's he's out of the league. I forget where he. I don't know where he's at now. Yeah, but he's uh that day he had some mental health issues. From what I understand, that day he gave me mental health issues. Yeah, with, no, I get with it. The way that uh, he just went absolutely. Wild. I don't know. Have I seen? Oh, I have. He had one good year, and then it was just like I think it was that poor year. Trey Mason, man. Twenty fourteen. I want to say it was the year. Uh, so yeah, no, look, it's uh. I think if you're a, a fan of any sports team, like a true fan, right? Yeah. Like, I don't think that the true fan is the person who's saying, I love my team no matter what. I don't I don't believe that's the truest fan. I think that's a that's a fan. Yes. You know? Uh, but the real the realest fan is the fan who's gonna like hate some of the things that their team does. You know, like you could be a Memphis Tiger fan and the real ones right now can be disappointed. They can be uh, not happy with the way that the you know conference realignment is going. That, right. That the direction under Silverfield, like the realist fans, are the ones who are saying, "Get Tubby Smith's ass up out of here." Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, they're it's, the truest. They're, they're the most educated, though, generally speaking. True. That 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 too. But like the people who are saying, "I support who my university hires." No, dude, I do not support who my team hires just because. Like if they're not good, in in this case. Josh McDaniels, we know, is is one of the worst. Um, I mean, how many how many millions <laughs> is Tom Brady responsible for? Right, of course. I mean, hundreds of millions. Yes. Right. Yes. Just in terms of people, he's made look better. He's he's gotten Josh McDaniels two jobs. He's gotten Jimmy Garoppolo starting jobs. He's Jacoby Brissett's been a uh, he's hey he started a few times. I mean, dude, it's ridiculous. Like all the all the you know the the brushing shoulders with Brady effect. If you just come within five feet of them, you get a raise. All right, so you're talking about being realist. A realist. Uh, Big Twelve stuff is sort of spiraled out. Um, Colorado is headed from the Pac-12 to the Big 12, the Arizona potentially to follow. Like, And I know that Brett McMurphy put out that little shout last week on Friday about, you know, there's four teams, UNLV, Memphis, UConn, um, UConn and there's one more than San, Diego, San Diego, State. Diego State that were involved in that. So he kept a little bit of hope alive. I mean, do you have any hope alive that, that this is ever going to happen? No, uh, not, not like that. Um, I, I just don't see a scenario where – I mean, I, I'd love to be wrong, but I don't see a scenario where the, the, the rest of the Pac-12, like every single person says, no, this is where we stand, we hold, we're going to you know, keep this thing together. Maybe, but I, I just I don't think that's the most likely scenario. The only thing that I, I mean, Arizona State and Utah, while they're part of that four corners, they seem right. sort of like they're a little cold on the idea of jumping from the Pac-12. But if you see Arizona hop out with Colorado, they may 
have their hand forced because they don't know where they're going to land long term if they don't go to the Big 12 right this second. But uh, I, I feel like they could stay out, but it feels like Arizona is going to move. And it's it's I said this last week, more so than realignment, I feel like it's that consolidation route of like right. eventually you're going to have 16 to 20 teams in the Big 10. Eventually you're going to have 16 to 20 teams in the SEC, ACC, Big Twelve may get to sixteen or twenty teams. Yep, it just feels like that's it's a it's a yeah. consolidation of power of one power conference having to dissolve exactly. out of need. Yeah, like it's it's really a contraction disguised as an expansion. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's like all right, um, let's see who the most respectable programs are that are left to try to hold on and keep our television deal credible. You know, with Fox and ESPN. And we know that the SEC, I mean, the SEC is damn near, the SEC and the Big Ten are damn near going to, like, secede, you yeah, know, and right. do their own thing, right? So they've added UCLA and USC, and then SEC, as we know, kind of started all of this by adding Oklahoma and Texas. Um, and they don't give a damn about what happens to anybody else. You know, the ACC doesn't want to be together. Um, I don't know what happens to the majority of those schools, because the majority of those schools, once you get past, you know, your Florida States and your Clemsons, and there's Florida State talk, right? Yeah, right exactly. this second, about thirty exactly. million dollars a year to get up out yeah. of the ACC. Yeah, so I don't think any of it is on stable ground outside of. Uh, I mean, the Big Twelve is sort of has cemented itself as like the best of the rest ish. Kind you know? of, and ACC, if it's currently but they as, hate, they as stated, if it stays yeah. as it is, which is a big yeah, if, there's no kumbaya right there. But you know? it feels like ACC is still on that ground. But yeah, like I just I think. Um, I, I think the, the Power Five dynamic is, like, the only way it still exists and the only reason it still exists is just because the AQ status of the college playoff. There's no other uh, real application for a Power Five because it really only boils down right. to two leagues now. Yeah, yeah. And I do find it strange. Somebody put this out over the weekend, Big Ten and SEC. The amount of national championships won in the Big Ten versus the SEC since 2007, I think it's 31 to 1. Yeah. And somebody explained it. It's like the Big Ten's the Cowboys, whereas the SEC's the Patriots and the Chiefs in the 21st century, where they win, but Cowboys still get the pub. Big Ten still gets the pub. I think it's all (laughs) – I do. I was like, this is a bunch of, like, arranging, rearranging of chairs just to watch the, you know, Crimson Tide in Georgia win it every other year. Like, I mean, the Big Ten can add UCLA and USC if they want – but that doesn't that doesn't make them any more to me contenders for a title than it, if they would have. But just you see, but that's not what it's about, right? Ultimately, no, it's, 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 it's TV not. money, it's right? Domination. It's like okay, yeah. yeah, it's about domination. But the SEC at the, at the end of the day is still going to be the domination. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, maybe Ohio State sneaks in there a year, but I just I don't really think so with Ryan Day. So. Uh, you know, yeah, they'll get the market share and all that, and that's what really matters at the end of the day. But I, I think what people don't realize is that even if Memphis gets into the Big 12 in this in this hypothetical, like I don't think people understand the gap that will soon separate the Big 12 from the right. Big 10. And I mean, I mean, it will still be an absolutely enormous gap. And I I tried to explain this on Friday to to my listeners as far as the Big 12 is concerned right now. Yeah, they're winning this battle against the Pac-12. Right. And the Pac-12 are massive losers here. But I told folks, don't don't think of the Big 12 as big winners through this. Think of them as buying themselves time and they're just less 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 of losers exactly. than the Pac-12 at the moment. They're, they they exactly know where right. they're at. They're just trying yeah. to win these little battles to stay alive. I mean and and that's look, there's a there's a 
space for them to exist, right? I mean, they have some brands up in there. I mean, some, some, you know, you have your Kansas yeah. States, you know, you have Kansas basketball. Losing the two big ones, though. Uh, and, and Texas that, and Oklahoma. No doubt. I mean, like, would it's, it's, it's still a, like, massive, far and away, not even close uh, upgrade over the AAC, right? So you, of course. You know, that's why we're even having this discussion. But, you know, it, it's not, it's not the glory days here, man. You know, it's not the big, it's, but it's just, it's just viable. Which is, which is not what the AAC is. I mean, not not to the aspirations that that people have. You know what I mean? Like it's it's not enough. Yeah, I mean, it's just for Memphis. Deal with what you can control. The controllable at the moment, and that's just on field performance. I don't know what you can really aspire to, and that's depressing, right? Yeah, I mean, I think but, that's the that's like where you get into you know, like everybody. And this is just like like such an interesting conversation to have with you specifically because right. you know you were there for a lot of the you what you when, what was your last year thirteen to seventeen so, okay. uh, so the Liberty Bowl the, year on the come up yep you saw it went from nothing to something yes sir and then the rocket ship really took off once they finally got you up out of there yeah exactly you know? yeah. but the, hey still winning his class in uh, school history just so we're clear yeah. but so like the, the the issue that I have is like if you just take a historical look at Memphis as a football program, right? 100-whatever-year history. Were there some years where they beat Bama and Florida State and, and USC and whatever in the 70s, 80s, 90s, uh, Tennessee? Yes. Yeah. But how many years did they win the conference? How many years did they go to a you know a, a Cotton Bowl? How many years did they ha- – you know, I, we're talking about a window of, I would say, tw- 2014 to um, 2019. Or no, Norvell's last year, which was 2019. Yeah, yeah 2019. Right? When they won Cotton the Bowl. yeah, they won the AAC. They won, they went to the Cotton Bowl. All that. So so five to six years. I mean, if you want to say D'Angelo, that's fine. They didn't win a conference though. They didn't win a conference title. And they, and they did. I don't know if they they ever put the resources behind right. the program at that time, even though they were solid to ever right. raise their. Their national standing, whereas I think, well, uh, you know, from 2014 on, there was a raise of the Absolutely national right. standing of Memphis football. Absolutely right, and and the results happened to coincide with that, right? I mean, it was sort of they fed into each other, and now you're getting into a, a into a space where you're getting the investment and you're getting the the promises, right, of the Liberty Roll renovations and all these things, but the results aren't are no longer matching. Yeah, so it's just like it feels like it's just never it's never quite gotten to where it's consistently needed to be for a long enough period of time for Memphis football. Right, and the investment earlier would have helped. Now, let, let me ask you this, because I think there's a lot of people that I've, I've had conversations with this about, about losing momentum and where they're at right now. I mean, regardless of if Ryan's a coach or not, if he succeeds this year or he doesn't, I still feel like this program and what it could be in its current standing in the group of five there's plenty of momentum behind it. And, and I say that because you're in a decent market. You have decent money running through the program at the moment. Your right. NIL situation's not terrible by any stretch of the imagination. Like Ryan right now, even after two, six, and six years, I think had the second-rated group of five recruiting class. And people can say, okay, well, that's your 65th right. in the country. How much does that really mean? But still, you're, you're bringing in yep. some, some relatively premier recruits considering the position you're in. Yep. I still feel like there there is some momentum to be gained Regardless, I feel like that that mini run we could talk about 2014 to 2019 or 2020. Right. It was eight and three in 2020. Um, I feel like that mini run has propelled this program to a different standing well, than it ever was in. I, I I agree with that. I think what I have a what I have a hard time sort of analyzing is being the best of the rest in the group of five in 2023. 
What does it mean? Exactly. Right. Like, like well, like, it means if, I mean twelve team playoff though. If you're the best would, of the rest, yes, you got a spot. Yes. And what about the you know is BYU getting kicked out of the Big Twelve though? Like there were, <laughs> there were rumors about that with Utah and stuff. Like so, are they going to go back to the like Mountain West? So I don't know. It just feels like the group of five. There there used to be like some real honor in in saying that, right? Because right. you still had UCF and Cincinnati and Houston and BYU and Boise State. Like like there was actually like a long like fifteen school list where you know that actually held weight. And now, yeah, it's if you're like, beating out Cincinnati, right? Like, like yeah. three schools that you consider to be like actually credible that are the, the rest. Yeah, SMU, Memphis, you know, Boise San, State, San, San Diego, Diego State. State. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Tulane, you're not like, oh yeah, too, we beat out Tulane. Yeah, and I'm curious about Tulane and how long they're going to be able to stay on that like yeah, perch they're, that they're, they're at. They're not. I mean, they're they're Willie Fritz driven, and and if he ever leaves, they'll go back. to and Well, what he's they old were. enough. Even if he doesn't leave, like that's still a hard place to get not Michael Pratt's in consistently. Oh, 100%. Yeah, you got to like, get lucky. Ty J Spears, you got to get lucky. Exactly right. Yeah, that's like that could be you know a little bit like what Memphis is sort of seeing right now that like. You know, it wasn't just one class with Memphis. Like, obviously, that spanned two coaches, but right. you know, a window in time at the at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, do you have any thoughts on uh, on the season upcoming, or is it yeah, just I mean, like look, there's I, a lot of unknown? I'll say that. There, well, there is a lot of unknown, and I don't like what I'm what I'm what I'm most curious about is if Ryan Silverfield, if if results can still change hearts and minds, you right. Know? Like, because I feel like right now it's very pessimistic about him. Um, not among ambassadors, not among boosters, but among fans, right? Yeah. And I, I, I think people have such a hard time. Like, there, are, there are so many differences between Memphis football and Memphis basketball in terms of urgency, in terms of uh, what the the administration expects from each, in terms of attendance and things like that, mm-hmm. and season tickets. Like, the bar is just lower for Memphis football, and though, and though it just is. Like, you know, and, and that's. There's a million different reasons for that, but it is. Like, that's why Tubby was – he was gotten up out of here because the math was so damning on him and the and the voices were so loud about him from boosters and ambassadors um, that they just had no other choice. I think with Memphis football, it's like, okay, if they only sold 18,000 season tickets or 15,000 season tickets, it's not that much of a removal from what they would normally do anyway. Right. And, I, and I love how people act like we weren't talking about Memphis attendance even under – Fuente and Norvell. Like, we had the same conversations. Like, we would, are they going to get 40000 Are they going to get 45000 for this game? Like, it, it, it's not as simple as build it and they will come. It's been built, and attendance has been good at times, but it's never really felt like it's been where it should be relative to what the team was doing on the field at that time. So I just think attendance is not the issue with Memphis football. I think it's more so do you have that trajectory that's pointing upward with this program, and it does not feel like that right now. It feels like it's sort of just flat. And, and I, I think there's like just a mental there, something I noticed, like with basketball, regardless under Penny especially, regardless of how that season went before day one, expectations are going to be insanely high. Yep. Whereas like with Memphis football, it's just like it's never quite. You could have been again. It could be Cotton Bowl, but next year yeah. by the time you get there. It feels like that expectation is at least tempered to a certain extent well, compared I mean, to basketball. I, look, I think it has to be for Memphis football. Like, I, I, you cannot – I just reject that. I reject that Memphis football should be expected every single year to win nine games. Now, in this new if you, league – But if you want to get where you wanted to go all these years, you should be, You should have that expectation. But 
I, I mean, get what it, you're saying. But it's so much like Memphis Memphis basketball is like you got a you got a 50, 60, 70 years of a yes. sample size of going Crazy to final historical fours in decades. Context. In, 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 in number one recruiting classes, in the talent base, in Penny Hart. Like, like you have so much institutional success. Yep. Where that, that Memphis football just does not have. Yeah. Like they they just don't share that. You know, Memphis football is, is grinding. It's trying to get there. And and there are some really nice things about it, but it just doesn't have the track record that Memphis basketball has. Correct. So like that's why I'm like, you can say that Memphis football should be expected to be this, that, the other. Maybe like you would say that as a player when you were no, there. No, I I'm realistic you know? about it. I'm well while you I was know there, the challenge sure. is while better I, than anybody. Yeah, while I was there, sure. Um, but now that you're, but you're now that I'm removed, that I sort of just like you zoom out for a second, you just realize the historical significance of that program's not there for the for the normal Memphis fan so around that, the so city. So that this threshold is all of a sudden eight nine wins. Like, come on, man! Like that's just you've never carried you carried yourself like that for five years right. out of 110. Right now, I'll say this though: I, I am curious because you, you brought this up, and this was your big question. Is there any amount of sort of wins that gets Silverfield yes. Ryan people back on his yes. side? Is that eight wins? Is that nine wins? I eight don't wins. Think, I don't necessarily. I, think. I don't think it is. I think nine mate. But you know, when people make their minds up, man, they're they're you know hard to change. Now again, I'll go back to the only people that matter in this discussion are the ambassadors. Right. That's it. Of course. I mean, so you know, you're a Memphis fan, and you can you can bitch and moan and post on Facebook and all that all you want. But if, as long as the ambassadors are comfortable with the arrangement, they, they're comfortable with the fact that, like, Ryan does a great job with them on a personal level, which he does, uh, that, that they like the graduation rates, that they like the way he handles business, and they're going to bowl games, buddy, he's not yeah, going anywhere. Right. Like, it's, just, it's not like, again, people can be disappointed because it's not what it was when Norvell was here, but it's not embarrassing. No. It's not an embarrassing product. Like, yeah, the way they blew leads last year and all that, like it's unfortunate and, and that stinks. But it's not like thirty five nothing to Tulane was pretty tough. Yes. Right? Yes. That deficit was pretty yes. tough. But, but that yes. man, they came <laughs> all the way back. But I yes, mean, we're talking about bull wins. We're talking about two bull wins back to back. Like I mean, it's like, yeah, and it, like nobody nobody's getting in trouble off the field. You right. know what I'm saying? Like you have a very solid to good quarterback at, in, in place. Like, again, I know it's probably like Ryan's not a you know, a rah rah guy. He he does not do a good job. Uh, in front of the camera, like that is a shortcoming of his. It is what it is. But uh, you know, these these ambassadors have no appetite to change this up at the current time. That could change if they go six and six this year. I yeah. don't think it would. I don't think it would. I think it would start to maybe roll over a little bit. I think six and six in this current situation, yeah. this this setup would be pretty disastrous. But almost. I highly doubt. I mean, step get, back. I highly doubt he would get fired after a six right. and six season, especially if he goes to a bowl game and wins it. I mean, I just don't think Memphis football is that program. I could be proven totally wrong, but I I think six and six gets the conversation flipped, but I don't think it gets the the action done. No, I get I you. Come down. I get that. you. Now on basketball, uh, talking with John Martin at John Martin nine two nine. This this offseason's been insane, man. Yeah. Like for him, late in the late in the calendar this way to just flip this roster on its head with transfer after transfer, high level transfers at yeah. that. I I. I it, Yes, you can cast doubt in the moment on whether or not Penny Hardaway is going to be able to get something done, but it's it's going to be. I mean, going into the future, it's going to be impossible to cast cast doubt the same way we did this offseason. Yeah, I mean, I got my hand kind of uh, caught in the cookie jar because I mean, look, we have to. Uh, the, the nature of what we, you and I do every single day is we. It's reaction. So <laughs> what we have, right? right? Like, exactly. What we have. Like I can't. I'm not apologizing for it. I'm yeah. just saying. And I also can't tell the future. Like I can't tell the future that in June and July. 
that that Memphis is going to add, you know, basically 50 plus points of production. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody realized DeAndre Williams had a chance for a waiver until the end of May. So, yeah, while you're in April and the transfer portal window is closing and Memphis basically has a UCF backup point guard and an MTSU guy that shot 23% from three, yeah, and in a D2 transfer, it did look bad. It did look grim, you know? Um, but I, I think what you do have to remind yourself is that uh, Penny is at his best for whatever reason when he is up against it, like when the clock is ticking and damn near when it's run out, honestly. Right. He is at his best. He will, he will make a way. He will make a way. Uh, hired Rick Stansbury, which I think probably helped him in that regard, right? Like I, I call that plausible deniability. That's why he's there. He's like is, is that the wipe the wipe the hands clean. Yeah, he's yeah. your human shield, man. I yeah. just blame Rick for whatever happens, you know. Collusion. Uh, hey, yeah. we got slick Rick. Yeah. yeah, Rick's here. He handled that. So uh, <laughs> no, I uh, he is he has turned this roster from like fighting for the NCAA tournament to a team that I feel like has every bit the look of a second weekend group. Yeah, the only the only thing that's going to keep them out of the and you could you could speak to this. Like when we talk about preseason polls, I talked to David Cobb last week. He goes, "It looks like a top 25-ish roster." And I go from a talent perspective, I think it should be just, way higher than I that. I agree. I just but it's such low ball. It's but here's the thing that that he did explain to me and it makes sense. When you look around the country, and I know not everybody has a lot of continuity this day and age of college basketball. you got people in and out of the transfer portal all the time. But we're talking about one at the most two guys from a continuity perspective that will be on this roster. And I think that is ultimately what would keep them out of that top 15 type conversation. But but I would say there aren't 15 rosters that are better than Memphis's. I agree. So, like, I think, I mean, what do you, what do you, when you go to file your ballot, what are you doing? You're trying to say they're not going to mesh as early like as the season. How the hell do you know that? Right. Like, you don't know that. So your job is, to, for me, if we're talking about a preseason poll, your job is really to assemble the top 25 rosters in the country. And then the beautiful thing about it is there are games that get played. Right. And then you can adjust your vote based on what is or is not happening. But it's really not your place to say, oh, I don't think that team's going to come together, even though they're a top and, 15 talented team. So they're not in the top 25. And continuity matters. I'm not going to act like it doesn't. But yeah. I've also seen teams with a lot of continuity, North Carolina last year, yes. fall flat on their damn face. No question. And look like, look like garbage. Right. So and, and I nobody could have predicted that. If you'd have left North Carolina out of your damn poll, you'd have looked stupid. You I, know? I mean, the way I see it, in the end of the day, if you have the 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 one of the best uh, from a roster construction standpoint, one of the most experienced mixed with talent. I mean, we're talking about two former five star guys in Javon Quinterly yes. and Jordan Brown, two six men of the year in power conferences. Combination. Like, I mean, come on, yeah. But if you if you have <laughs> that combination that wins in college basketball, I don't know how people are going to. There are not continually down. There are not. I feel very confident in saying this. There are not fifteen teams in Division One that have six players who averaged double figures at the high major level last year. There, that, you're, you're, there aren't. Not six. You know. I mean, it might even be seven. Um, it's uh, you know, with I got to go through and do the math, but. Like, you don't have those, especially, like, at their previous stops, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, again, I, I'm not saying that this is a top-five team, but I do think that this this whole top-25-ish consensus top-20, yeah. like, like, no question about it. Like, there's, there's 
this this team, if they get DeAndre Williams, have Jordan Brown for the entire thing. I mean, you've got an SEC champ in Javon Quinterly. You've got Big East uh, tough guy in David Jones. You know, you've you've added your shooting with Jaquan Walton at forty percent a game. Led the team in scoring and what potentially likely if Come DeAndre Williams he's a bench player. You know, and then you have you know Jordan Brown, who we know did major damage, uh, you know, all year long and, and and won the Lou Henson Player of the Year award. Top twenty five ish, my ass, man. Right. Like I get that you are skeptical because other teams that Petty has had maybe did not come together, but they were freshmen. They were 18 years old. These are grown-ass men. Yeah. You know, they're older than the damn Grizzlies. So they, they have, they're have they much more mature and I think much more focused on what it what has to happen to have success at a high level. So the last thing there, um, last thing for John Martin at John Martin 929 on X, um, with all of those guys that you're talking about, I mean, Caleb Mills is a – a worthy score. Javon Quinterly can be that guy, but he distributed a lot last year and was yep. more of a bench player for Alabama. Was great in the SEC tournament, by the way. SEC championship game, I think he had 22. Yep. David Jones is a scorer. DeAndre Williams last year was a scorer. I think yep. two years ago he deferred a little bit more with the Amani Bates, Jalen Duran yeah. uh, situation going on. And Jordan Brown, scorer. Beast. No question. Yep. It's a good problem to have all those guys. Yep. It's a good problem to have that much talent, but what's the concern level? One ball that type of conversation is that is that less of a concern for no i i do think it is valid i mean because all of those dudes expect touches you know mm-hmm. uh, i think there are some who are more willing to defer than others like i think javon quinterly is going to be a key to all of it because you know who has who has sacrificed if not that guy he was a starter for alabama tears his acl and then comes off the bench for the majority of the season and like you don't hear a peep and that team's the number 1 overall seed in the tournament and yeah he got put in the game as a starter when they mattered but point being he was willing to accept that role at a place he had previously started i think that's really hard to do right and so you come in here with him as your point guard he can speak to sacrifice you know he could speak mm-hmm. to hey i had to do this for the betterment of the team i didn't like it but I knew it's what the team needed. You know, DeAndre Williams, as you point out, same thing. He, he has been a 17-point scorer. He has been a 12-point scorer. You know, like he is he is back for one last year, and I think he is going to sort of emphasize, yo, this is all I got. I got to get to a Sweet 16. Let's do what we have to do to make sure that happens. You know, and then I think Caleb is a sharp guy. You know, he's going to be playing off the ball, so I think he'll feel a little bit more natural. You know, the, the competition really is – David Jones and Jaquan Walton is what it feels like to me. Yeah. Um, and, and I think Jaquan is probably a little bit of a better fit off the bench because he can just be told to come in and, and shoot that thing, right? Yeah. David Jones is more of a toughness, rebounding, you know, things like that from the Big East. And then Jordan Brown, you know what his role is going to be. Like, feed him in the post and let him go to work. They got to be intentional with it, though. Oh, they will. That's, uh, they that's, will. A, that's the thing. Like, yeah. they had, like, because that's not, I mean, Last year, largely, it's Kendrick Davis yeah. dribbling around the perimeter, trying to make set something up for himself, throwing it into the high post to DeAndre Williams, try to set something up for him. Yeah. They're going to have to be intentional in actually going to a guy on the low block, which, I mean, I guess Jalen Duran toward the end of that season, you saw. He wasn't a low block guy, though. He was like but, a, yeah. I mean, like you saw a little of that yeah. stuff where they're throwing it into yeah, him yeah, around yeah. the rim. Like, Jordan Brown, you really have to go and feed him, and I oh, think yeah. he could be a, a, incredibly dominant in Qu- the AAC. Quinterly will figure, he'll know how to do that. Okay. You know, like, I mean, he's a, he's a true point guard, so I think that's what you, you know, you're getting a guy who uh, has been doing it his whole career, Bill and Oven, Alabama. So I think having, Quinterly is the key to me. Yeah. You know, having somebody that can initiate the offense, get into it, and get the ball where it needs to go, uh, I think he is truly the key. So hopefully he can stay healthy, uh, and they have him for the full season, because if they do, 
you know, I think we're talking about a potentially very special season. Yeah, for sure. Well, good stuff. Did, did you have Drake tickets? Did you get refunded? Nah, man. I'm, 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 <laughs> I don't really do the con- uh, concert thing anymore, Oh, really? Man. When's the last? I, I mean, even, even at FedEx Forum, just sitting down and nah. enjoying it? No. Nah. Maybe a beer I went in to hand? Garth. You went to Garth, really? Yeah, that was a fun one. Okay. That was a was that it? Was that FedEx Forum? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. You think Garth's playing anything small? I don't know, man. I couldn't tell you. Yeah. I couldn't tell you. if you had it. I was just asking. No, it was, uh, it was, uh, it was a blast. That okay. was fun. I think that might have been the last. Oh, we went to like a Cardi B at Music Fest deal last last. You're eclectic then, bro. La- I mean, last yeah, Cardi, that was my wife. Cardi was B. She didn't throw a microphone no, at you. No, not that time, thankfully. <laughs> we didn't throw a drink. Yeah. So, well, you know what's funny? I think Cardi B, there's a, there's a new report out saying that she asked for water to be, she was like pouring water on herself because she was hot up there. So I guess the, I guess the, drink, I guess the girl in the crowd yeah, was just trying to appease her. She's an idiot. Yeah, no, she for sure. It. She deserved sure. to get that mic chucked at her. Yeah, yeah. But I'm glad you didn't get the mic chucked at you. No, but appreciate it, my brother. You got it, man. Thanks, man. That's John Martin at John Martin 92 nine jason and john 11 to 2 monday through friday and also uh college sports columnist for the daily memphian i need to hop into the blitz i will do that next right here on the gabe kuncho 92.9 fm espn your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too but when you finally decide to take care of you there's instacart just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings camera on while she's sneezing coughing and aching doesn't mean you have to do the same take it from us trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind instead get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through instacart in as fast as 30 minutes if anyone needs anything they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect co worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. I've been down so long, it looked like us. Back in on the Gabe Coon Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. And I'll be the first to admit that we've dealt with a fair amount of disasters around the Memphis area. We had the Germantown water scare. Everybody's had some uh, sort of issues, lingering issues with their house because of the storms that have rolled through. There's been a lot that we've had to deal with. And when there's a lot to deal with. Service Master by Cornerstone delivers for you every single time. They respond in such a timely manner. Service Master by Cornerstone is the largest franchise to handle your disasters in a 600-mile radius. But don't just call them because of the largest. Call them because they're the best. They've been awarded Service Master's Franchise of the Year Award, meaning the number one Service Master Restore franchise in the U.S. of A. No matter the place or size, they're here to help you with any damage you may have. Home, office, residential properties. Whatever it is, they can help you. Water damage due to a busted water heater, frozen pipes, toilet overflows. Uh, Like I said, good old damage caused your home during a storm. If you have a fire and there's smoke damage, you need mold remediation. Call Service Master by Cornerstone. They respond 
very quickly and they respond great. Tyler and his team are here to help you at moments like this. Tyler is the president and owner of Service Master by Cornerstone. Their motto is we don't pray to, for we do not pray for disaster. We just pray we get called when there is one. So remember the name locally owned, locally operated Service Master by Cornerstone. 901 Respond is their number. Again, that's 901 Respond. We're live from the Service Master by Cornerstone studio. The funniest thing was Tyler earlier today when you were talking about the Drake concert, which we got Drake on. Right. He goes, they should have called Service Master. We could have yeah, got the logistics done. <laughs> Probably so. thought that was pretty hey, clever. They're the all-in-one. They're they, the all-in-one. Hey, doesn't matter if we got 60 semis. Any disaster. <laughs> I know I said home, office, residential property. Hey, Drake. FedEx Forum, too. Right. Come on, 901 yeah. Respond for Service they're Master. They're building schools, for God's sakes, Gabe. Yes, but they sponsor the studio. Right. And in the studio right now, it's time for the Blitz. Yeah. Now, the biggest stories overloading the line of bull rush of info. It's Gabe's Blitz on the Gabe Coon Show on 92.9 FM ESPN, Memphis's sports station. And the Blitz is brought to you by Sissy's Log Cabin. Brad, what you got for me today? Always a bull rush of info, which is my favorite part of the segment. (laughs) And we'll start with Jerry Jones from the Cowboys. Lots of uh, interesting stuff coming out of camp, including the Zach Martin contract situation. Here's the quote. We've had talks with Zach Martin. We'll play it day by day. We've got a guy out there, Micah Parsons, Parsons, who's going to need a little money. Uh, yeah, that's Jerry I, I, Jones. This is, this is what I said from the beginning. I said this last week, didn't I? When this, yeah, when did. he didn't show up to camp, Zach Martin, and I understand what he is. I mean, he's a, a eight-time Pro Bowler, six-time First Team All Pro, eight-time All Pro. He's been on the second team a few times as well. Is he the best O lineman? He's in the, the league? best yeah, offensive yeah. lineman, that's fair. pound for pound in the league. Now, granted. Here's where here's where you have to draw the line. He, I think he's eighth in per year value for guards in the NFL. He needs to be at number one theoretically based on how good he has been, and I still think he has a fair amount left in the tank. But he's 33 years old playing guard, which is not a value position. And they have way too many value positions that need paying. Trayvon Diggs just got five years, $97 million. You have to pay C.D. Lamb at some point. He's going to command top of the market money. He mentions Micah Parsons. He will be top of the market. He will. I, I can tell you. Without question, yep. as an edge rusher in the NFL, he'll be paid top market, and he's at a value position. Edges always get picked in the top 10 of the NFL draft, and they get paid an insane, exorbitant amounts of money. He's going to be at the top of that market, and there's just no question about it. You can't avoid that. He's going to get a lot of guaranteed money. He's going to get a lot per year. What's going to be left over? And, heck, you got to pay Dak Prescott probably at some point. At some point, if or you want to re-up with him, or, or maybe or you not. don't, or maybe you move on, but... <laughs> It, you would be sort of left with your pants down if right. you don't pay a guy like uh, Dak right. Prescott. Um, so you really gotta, you really gotta decide who's worth paying at this point in their career. And Zach Martin, at 33 yeah. years old, at guard, may not be at the top of their priorities. And I don't blame them for that. Do I think they'll be a worse off team if Zach Martin ultimately is not there as the season starts? Hell yeah, I don't think they'll be near as good. Yeah. But when you when you read through the tea leaves of what they've done. Past few years, they've brought in a lot of young offensive linemen to replace an a- their aging superstars across the O line and Tyron Smith and Zach Martin. Terrence Steele is relatively young. Tyler Biotich is relatively young. They drafted first round Tyler Smith last year out of Tulsa. He's really young. They're trying to move forward and pay less for their offensive line and get younger. And if Zach Martin's not part of their plans, I, I feel like I kind of understand that now. He is the the just premier offensive guard of this day and age of my generation, yeah, right? And he has not even 
really faltered over the years. Even though he's 33 years old, he's still insanely productive. But they did pay him a, the max at the time. At the, the time, you know, he was at the top of the market yeah, at the time. At that but, time, that's what Jerry keeps pointing to. But at the same time, I think he still deserves to be yeah. at the top of the market. But I don't know how they get that done with all this money they're going to have to dole out the next couple of years. Yeah. Um, and also, I did see this. Speaking of money they've doled out in the yeah in the in the last few years, at least Zeke Elliott. You see where he visited? I did no. What I didn't see this. Visited the Pats. Pats on Saturday. What do we think about that? I, I see. I, I Ramondre Stevenson is their lead back, and I think if you're looking at uh, fantasy drafts, and I know everybody keeps uh, acting like I'm going to be the greatest Steven, in fantasy yeah. uh, as I get into the 92.9. Uh, no, we're excited to have you. Yeah, but uh, fantasy fantasy football is tough. You never it's know. Very, but he would be it's he, random. Ramondre, Ramondre Stevenson will be a guy that should be up there in, in drafts. But um, Zeke Elliott, I guess, could take yeah. a little bit off of his plate. I but, had an injury plagued uh, fantasy season last year. Um, but I, I will say, the Cowboys' projections are not great for this season. Like I was shocked when I was looking at ESPN because they do the, the you know all their analytics people have got together now and they're putting the league percentages out there. It's only in the teens for them to like you know be be a playoff contending team. Really, that's what, that's that's what ESPN analytics was um, saying today. I mean, I mean it's I, a tough division. But, but here's but here's what I'll what, what I'll bring up. I mean, to Eagles you. Like, are great. Look at the NFC. In the NFC, who's at the top of it? Eagles for sure. Yes. Then where do you go from there? Like where? Like, Giants. Tr- truthfully talk, Giants. I would put the Cowboys over the Giants. The Giants still. were good last year. Giants were good, but they weren't as good as the Cowboys last year. No. And the Cowboys had injuries from Dak. They had to throw Cooper Rush out there for some games. No, but if one like, of your your linemen is not it, pl- playing, it well, kind of hurts. I mean, you you're could, down a couple of receivers compared I think to the you beginning could potentially last year. Hide it. I think you could potentially hide awesome. it. Okay, this from um, an offensive line. But I, I look at the NFC, and I mean. I, I see I, I don't I don't see much. 49ers could still be there, but their quarterback situation's got to figure itself mm. out. Niners are um, good. Buccaneers are gone. They're gone. Yeah. Um and they're, they've they been have, there. You've been that. the past few years yeah. with, with Tom Brady, you've been able to count on them. Packers, gone. Yep. Um I mean, I, I look at I look at the NFC East. Last year it was great. I, I look at the Eagles and the Cowboys as the top of the NFC right this second. And I don't know how Not you see the much Niners. how you see much difference. I mean, the Niners? The Niners are incredible. We're talking about Brock Purdy off a UCL surgery, Sam Darnold, or Trey Lance. Right. And I think that any one of those guys could potentially succeed in Kyle Shanahan's system. It's dummy-proof in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. But I I feel like there's going to be limitations as you get later into the playoffs. But, no, I put them in there as, like, a top-three team in the NFC. But the Cowboys, in my opinion— I'm hoping so. The Cowboys have to be preseason— Considered a top three team in the NFC. Okay. I don't know how you leave them out of that combo. Yeah! Arch Manning. Uh, this is wild to me, and you're going to have to take me through this. Arch Manning, his Panini trading card, sold at auction for $102,500. Uh, explain this to me, Gabe. Um, I'm going to explain it to you this way. It's a one-of-one prism black autograph card produced by Panini. Just one-of-one. And there was 36 bids. And the final bid was $102,500. It ended up beating out a one-of-one Luka Doncic National Treasures card that only sold for one hundred grand, and all of the proceeds to yep. to to uh, you know the defense of uh, I guess Arch Manning. Although I wouldn't be mad if he kept all of the proceeds. All the proceeds are going to uh, a nonprofit, St. David's Healthcare and St. David's Foundation. That's so good. that's really yeah. cool to see. And obviously, let's be let's be completely serious about the situation. 
Arch Manning's not hurting for money. I don't think he's going to have any issues. When he wants to get an IL, he can get an IL. He doesn't need an IL money mm-hmm. to, to have the money to take care of his body and yeah, live in a good spot and eat good food. Like, I, I don't think he, he really needs he's to not keep struggling. the proceeds. He doesn't need to keep the proceeds. No. Um, but I find this relatively insane. For a college quarterback? $102,500 for a college quarterback that won't step on the field this year unless you have insane injuries along that along the uh, it's your quarterback position for Texas. Quinn Ewers has to go down. Yeah. Malik Murphy's look good. Maybe he'd be second string going into the season. I don't understand paying this type of premium for a guy, a guy's card who has yet to throw a college pass, and and you don't know how his where his right. career is going to transition from here. So I I think you explained it perfectly because first of all the Luka Doncic one off seems like it'd be a hot card should be it was a hundred thousand dollars they paid yeah. for that one okay that makes sense this one must be a big Manning family um, person who loves somebody them. Like, it's, 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 the thirty six charity and you, and and for you explaining the charity angle is what I was missing on the context yes. of this thing. So thirty six bids tell me tells me that it's probably a obsessive it was, a, it was either obsessive fan or yeah. like family friend who said I'm going to throw this out there. It's going to a good cause. I'll take this right. card. It, and both of those circumstances make sense. Unless it's some collector that's just trying to project that Arch Manning is okay. going to be the next great Manning and well, either go way, on you're to great the, things. Which I, I'm not mad at you for yeah. projecting that. Although I've always said I think it's a little too early to to uh, crown Arch Manning the next great quarterback in college football. Yeah, he comes from a great mm. bloodline. He was the number one recruit. I think he was the number one recruit a lot because of his last name, yes. ultimately. Yes. Um, but I, I still think it's hard to project him being a Heisman-level guy at Texas. So yours will play this year, and then he'll enter the NFL draft, right? This is year three yep. for him? Yep. So then, Arch, Arch, Arch will have the keys, and Sark is good with quarterbacks. Perfect. We, gets fair. one year under with this yours situation. If he gets hurt, and probably get in there. I. <laughs> this is going to be especially in this area, taken a little disrespectfully, but I think it's I think it's full truth. I think Quinn Ewers is a better quarterback ultimately than Arch Manning, and I, I think highly of Quinn Ewers. Mm-hmm. But Quinn Ewers was the highest rated quarterback yeah. in the 21st century. I think really since they've been doing recruiting rankings, he was the God. highest rated guy. So I, I mean, I don't think most people understand that. I just I the, the the Arch Manning hype. I hope he's able to live up to it because if he doesn't, I feel like there's going to be a lot of unnecessary shade thrown to him. But I feel like the hype is insane. I feel like the hype is. Hey, at some point, this guy's going to be competing for Heisman. Not everybody gets to do that, though. Mm-hmm. But $102.5,000 for a damn one-of-one card for Arch Manning before he's thrown a pass in college. And Arch is not taking his NIL money until he plays. Is that what I'm hearing? I That's guess. What they, they said that, the, that he's not going to take the dough yet. Yeah, I think isn't so. Isn't that nice? <laughs> Most of these guys. <laughs> well, no. See, but they, Brad, let's guys. not do this because in the end of the day, <laughs> some of these guys need to take that damn money I, up front I to go understand. take care of mom, no, take care I, of family. I, I'm with you. Take care of themselves. Yes. Arch Manning does not have any issues with that. <laughs> he's fine. Sure. He's taken care of. So I don't think for him we should just say, oh, well, he's doing a great He's doing a great. A deal of good works by not taking his NIL money till he throws it, till he starts and throws a pass for Texas. 
But at the end of the day, like, there's some people that need it, some people that don't. All 650 acquisition fee, 30,000 miles, 20 cents excess mileage, sportage, P718, 2870, MSRP, 28185, Seltos, R752, 4361, MSRP, 26015, Forte, PG211771, MSRP, 21910, includes all rebates and incentives, plus finance through Hyundai, excludes tax title and license with approved credit, CD for complete details, offer valid through 73123, dealer stock only, warranties limited, powertrain warranty, see Kia.com or retailer for details. Hey, Jeff Allen, I hear things are heating up over there at Gossip Kia South Mount Moriah. It's the hottest pricing we've ever had, Randy. 2023 Kia Forte gets 41 MPG highway at only $259 a month. $27.99 due at signing and a 2023 Sportage vacation ready at $308 a month. $34.99 due at signing. Both 36-month lease. And how about the new 2024 Seltos LX? $295 a month with $29.99 due at signing and 24-month lease. And Kia's 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty to boot. So whether you live in Horn Lake, South Haven, Olive Branch, or Memphis, you'll be happy, happy at Gossip Kia on Mount Moriah. Gossip Kia South 2680 Mount Moriah or KiaMountMoriah.com. If you're hiring, it can feel like you're trying to find a needle in a haystack. You can hope the right person comes along, or you can just use ZipRecruiter. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. In fact, ZipRecruiter has helped a lot of business owners find their needle in a haystack. Like Marco, president of operations at Telly Tires and Auto Centers. Because Telly Tires has grown a lot in the last few years, Marco needed to hire everyone from a receptionist to a store manager to a head mechanic. ZipRecruiter helps me find all the right people, even the most difficult jobs to fill. ZipRecruiter helps me keep my business running. Take it from Marco and millions of other businesses who've used ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter can help you find the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash R-A-D-I-O. ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Attention taxpayers, if you or your business owe the IRS back taxes or have years of unfiled tax returns, the IRS has greenlighted billions of dollars in tax relief to those facing financial hardship through its tax relief initiatives. If you have a delinquent tax problem and possibly facing wage garnishment, liens, levies, audits, or already in a payment plan, you may now qualify for significant relief. Qualifying and enrolling in this program could stop all collections, settle your tax problem, and may even reduce what you by up to 99%. Call the hotline at Tax Help USA to see if you qualify and receive your free tax assessment by dialing 800-210-1005. If you or your business owe back taxes to the IRS or state, you can now get the help that you need during these hard economic times. Get your free tax assessment to see what you qualify for by dialing 800-210-1005. 800-210-1005. That's 800-210-1005. Summer's here in Gossip Kia on the Pike has the hottest deals you'll find anywhere in the Mid-South. Hit the highway with 41 MPG Highway 2023 Kia Forte LXS. $259 a month, $27.99 due at signing. 2023 Sportage LX 308 a month, $34.99 due at signing. And 2023 World Performance Car 2023 Kia EV6 Wind. EPA estimated range 310 miles, $499 a month, $49.99 due at signing. All 36 month leases plus Kia's 10 year, 100,000 mile powertrain limit. Warranty. Ask for Bobby J. He's ready to put you in a new Kia today. Gossip Kia 1900 Covington Pike or online KiaCovingtonPike.com. If you want it, we got it at Gossip Motor Cars.
650 acquisition fee, 30,000 miles, 20 cents excess mileage, Forte PE641916, MSRP21910, Sportage P7182870, MSRP28185, EV6 P510, 5073, MSRP49965, includes all rebates and incentives, must finance through Hyundai, excludes tax on license with approved credit, see dealer for complete details, offer valid through 73123, dealer stock only warranties, a limited powertrain warranty, see Kia.com or retailer for details. Hi, this is Lauren Choate with Choate's Air Conditioning, Heating, and Plumbing. Are clogged drains causing chaos in your home? Don't worry, Choate's is here to make it drain. For 65 years, Choate's has been the trusted name in plumbing. We've been making it drain and keeping homes happy. And now for a limited time, Choate's is offering a special deal just for you. Get $65 off our drain clearing special with proper access. That's right, say goodbye to clogged drains and hello to smooth, worry-free plumbing. Our skilled technicians will arrive promptly and get your drain flowing freely again. Choate's Air Conditioning, Heating, and Plumbing, your trusted choice for 65 years. Take advantage of our $65 off drain clearing special today. Call 347-8086 or visit us at choateshbac.com. And remember, Choate's, let our family serve your family. We're going abroad for the first time in years. To Spain. But we don't speak Spanish. So we started using Babbel. And started learning Spanish fast. With Babbel, you can start having conversations in another language in just three weeks. Babbel's conversational method teaches you real-life words and phrases. And with Babbel's interactive bite-sized lessons, you'll remember what you learned. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿De dónde eres? ¿De dónde eres? When you learn a language, you want to actually use it. Babbel is designed with that goal in mind. In just three weeks, we're starting to have conversations in Spanish. Estoy muy emocionado para ir a España contigo. Aww, he just said, I'm very excited to go to Spain with you. Vamos a tener mucha diversión. And that means we're going to have so much fun. <laughs> sí. Gracias, Babbel. Babbel, language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Now try Babbel for free at Babbel.com. Just go to Babbel.com and start learning a new language today. That's Babbel.com. B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Buying a diamond here in Memphis just got a whole lot easier and a lot less expensive. Genesis Diamonds has arrived. Now open at Poplar Commons. This is the game-changing concept that will forever change the jewelry scene here. With a gorgeous showroom, a selection that's up to 30 times ordinary stores, no middleman direct importer pricing, and the strongest warranties and guarantees in the industry. Genesis Diamond, started by a former diamond wholesaler, was voted 13 consecutive years best jewelry store and best place to buy an engagement ring. Now we've arrived in Memphis with a no-stress, no-pressure, non-commissioned sales environment with exceptional quality and prices that will blow you away. Genesis showcases hand-picked diamonds from the best cutters around the world and the finest American-made designer rings from top names like Takori and Viragia, plus the largest selection of earrings, bands, bracelets, pendants, as well as luxury pre-owned Rolexes. Don't buy a diamond engagement ring or any diamond jewelry anywhere until you discover this exciting new concept. Genesis Diamonds, now open in Poplar Commons. Did you know that Infinity has some of the best designed luxury vehicles on the market? You'll find incredible performance and the difference will be obvious. Our Infinity lineup at Infinity of Memphis has some of the quickest acceleration of luxury car vehicles in the world. 
Infinity of Memphis boasts one of the top award-winning luxury vehicles with advanced and exclusive technologies. Infinity continues to develop new and improved safety features, giving you peace of mind. And fuel efficiency is a priority. Plus, you'll get an abundance of options in your new Infinity from Infinity of Memphis. Whether you're an everyday commuter, a growing family, an eco-conscious thrill seeker, and every driver in between, explore our new Infinity lineup and you'll be glad you did. Infinity of Memphis, conveniently located on Germantown Road, just north of I-40. Infinity of Memphis, 3060 North Germantown Road, or shop online at infinityofmemphis.com. See dealer for complete details. Tonight, partly cloudy and pleasant with a low of 72. Weather brought to you by Staples. At Staples, school savings are always in session. From art supplies and essentials to the latest tech, in stock and priced low. School on, save on at your local Staples store. Now, it's the Rewind. Now, we play about like Rewind. Brought to you by Memphis Barbecue Company. Rewind on 92.9. Tiger basketball is off to Santo Domingo. Dominican Republic. I hope they have fun. That's what I'll say. I hope they get that resort living in and have some time to enjoy themselves. But they play the Dominican national team with Lester Quinones on it on Wednesday. Looks like David Jones, Jalen Young will not be participating. And, of course, DeAndre Williams until he gets a waiver to clear him. But uh, we did get the news that Jordan Brown will be a part of the team, which is positive news considering the questions about his eligibility going into the season. I think it's reasonable to be positive on that front. Although time will ultimately tell. NFL news all over the place. None bigger. No bigger news than Jim Irsay just about convincing his best player, Jonathan Taylor, to request a trade after speaking on running back value on Twitter. (laughs) Jonathan Taylor two years ago ran for 1,800 yards. He's their best player. Their plan offensively has been turn around and hand it to that guy. But when I look at Jim Irsay, completely inept at this point. (laughs) No way. I mean, now they're trying to get out of, of paying him based on a back issue. Yeah. That Taylor supposedly reported in the offseason away from the team facility. Nasty things happening right now in Indianapolis. I don't know how it figures itself out. Two guests today, John Martin and Jeff Calkins. Make sure, if you want to listen to them or listen to the rest of the show, download the Odyssey app, search 9290 ESPN. What's the biggest game tonight? Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Game, I'm going to give you two games. The one is going on right now, which is Angels-Braves, because there's a lot of talk around the Angels right now because they're going all in they to are. try to keep Otani. Sure in other words, are. you know, Grinchuk, they bring in players during the trade deadline. They're trying to show good faith to him. Was it C.J. Cron was the other yeah. one? Yeah. I actually like their strategy here. You know, like, try to do your best. Now, will it work? I doubt it. But, like, I think it's your only play if you're trying now to... Now that s- they added two more bats, yes. I feel better about them actually making up the, the ground they need to make up. In the yeah, it, it'll make it... Now, they yesterday, I think they lost again. So, it's, yeah. we'll see what happens there. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas... Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.